You know, I think we should call this one the greatest hits podcast. It's, it's going to be that good? Well, no, not because it's going to be that good, but it's because we're going to play all the hits that we usually like to cover. There'll, oh. be, there'll be sex talk, there'll be poo talk, and a monkey will be involved in some story as well. That's true. Don't switch over to another podcast now or you'll no. miss it. <laughs> you'll miss all the greats that make this podcast too good for radio. Uh, it is Mike and Johnny, Mike and Molson, Too Good for Radio Podcast. So let's get right into it, shall we? Please. Uh, we'll start with an etiquette question when it comes to the hibbity-dibbity. I found this at Ask Reddit, where they ask, how would you feel if your guests had loud sex while being hosted in your home? So you have Man. you have people over, right? You, you Hey, you can come stay with us. And in the middle of the night, it is just like a female tennis match going on in there, <laughs> grunting, going all over the place. How would you feel if you're? Would you confront them? Would how how would you go about that? Some of the people turn the hose on them. <laughs> well, tell them one, you get to keep those sheets. Right. <laughs> that, there's no way those are staying in our home. Oh. Um, some people said the polite thing is. Uh, if you must, no one can know. It must be silent, untraceable sex. Don't ask, don't tell sex. Yeah. Uh, someone else says context matters. I'd say it depends on some factors. But for me, yeah, I just, I don't know about you, but anytime I'm at someone's home, it is not even a thought that crosses my mind. Not the most romantic place, is it? No, like, I just, there's got, you, you can't. Just like, you know, kiss her on the cheek and say goodnight, honey, and then, you know, wake up in the, you know. I am so, I will tell you this, right? We've been, we've been married for 15 years now, my, my wife and I. And anytime we go back to her parents' house, I sleep in a separate bedroom. <laughs> and she has, she has like a king right, bed there. Right. I go sleep in a single by myself. Bring yourself to do I it. just can't bring myself to do it. Amazing. And not because I'm worried that things may happen because we're lying close together. It's just the. It's just like respect. Like I just like. Ugh. It's just a respect thing. Even at our friend's house, it's just. It's not something that. If I'm going to stay at someone's home, it's not even on the table, for me anyway. I don't know how your well, other people's you mileage got, you may vary. Gotta really get going too for it to become loud sex. True. I mean, you really gotta wind up. <laughs> just yes. Fill the gas tank. I mean, you're just you're you're going at a good clip there for it to become loud sex. Why would you feel? And I don't know. Maybe comment below. But why would you feel more comfortable in someone you know's home doing that than at a hotel? Even at a hotel, yeah. It's like you're you're very much like one one of the commenters said. Like it's got to be very quiet. Like even in a hotel, you don't go crazy. Let no. alone at someone's home that you know. But. Some of the craziest sex is in, is in a hotel. It is. Have you ever had that situation oh, yeah. to where, yeah. You Somebody have to, next door or upstairs or something. Yeah. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> oh, it gets worse than yeah, that. Like, depending start... on the walls of the hotel, how do you handle that whole right. thing? Yeah. You just hope and pray to God that you don't come out of the room at the same time to go get ice. But at least there's, there's right. But at least there's some anonymity there. Correct. That you can get away with to some extent. Uh, you know, there, at some point, yeah, we're going to all wake up. We're going to be sitting around the kitchen table having coffee, eating a little, uh, you know, cinnamon bun or something. <laughs> and it's going to be an awkward conversation in the morning. Did you guys sleep okay last night? <laughs> Did you sleep at all last night? <laughs> and he definitely can't do it. Here's the other thing about it. You definitely can't do it. It's one thing if it's just a couple, yeah. right, that are living in the home. But if there are children well, yeah, that exactly. are in the house and that were to happen, 
Now, all of a sudden, you've opened a whole can of worms for the parents then to have to be, well, your aunt and uncle are just, uh, you know, they, they were uh, having a wrestling match and things happened. And it just, so I think it's got to be off the table. I think if someone's nice enough to open their home to you, right, you shouldn't be going about defiling their rooms. If you are, I mean, you know ahead of time if you and your partner are vocal fornicators. <laughs> By the way, did you see them at Lollapalooza this past weekend? Yeah. Vocal fornicators were fantastic. Yeah, also the name of an overnight disc jockey on one of the rock stations in Des Moines. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You turn into vocal fornicator. Um, if you know that you kick up a ruckus. Um, Enthusiastic lovers. At some point during the foreplay, don't you just sort of have a gentleman's agreement <laughs> and say, okay, we can do this, yes, but, but just, it's got, just take it easy. Yeah, if you, can't, if you can't for a 24 to 48 hour period, if you can't preclude, yeah. like just kind of stop Let's for a moment. Let's just do the normal sex it, this time. Right, exactly. Let's not be as vocal right. in the fornication as yeah. we are. It'll be under the covers. We're, gonna, you know, we're not going to stand on the dresser like we normally do and, uh, and <laughs> grip onto the, the ceiling fan. Make it sound like a rodeo. Right. <laughs> By the way, we'd like to take a second at this point to thank our sponsor, Eugenics. <laughs> She'll like it too. Clearly, for, for when you're clearly the somebody side. spiked their ginger ale with some new genus. <laughs> when you need some thirst quenching after vocal fornication, mm. balls ginger ale. <laughs> so yes, thank you to our sponsors. Um, but from here, we yeah. go to a way to possibly bypass your new genics in a very... I did not realize the power you could get from a spider bite. I didn't. And I I love Spider-Man to death, but didn't know this was a power. Yeah. This is a different shoot in the web. Hey-oh. What? Yeah. Um, There was a spider found in a supermarket in Austria that is known as the Venomous Brazilian Wandering Spider. By the way, I feel like wandering spider, you need to have like a hobo backpack just wandering (laughs) Uh, around. And somehow made it all the way to Austria from Brazil uh, in a bunch of bananas. Of course. And so they see this thing and they shut down. Shut it all down. Everybody get out this thing. You do not want to mess with this spider. It's highly venomous. Um, It's been closed since Tuesday. The store manager rang the fire department after spotting a four-inch black and red spider. (sighs) Oh. Okay, for that I mean that's a pretty sizable spider. And by the fire department? Yeah. I guess they don't have an animal control I, I, I in Austria. I don't, I don't know what I don't know what I don't know what you do when you see a big a big <laughs> You just black start and calling red. whoever yeah. and be like, "Ah, shut it all down." Uh they they sealed it up, but I guess they've lost track of this spider. Uh-oh. So it's still at large. Now, the Brazilian wandering spider's venom, apparently one of the side effects is that it it creates an erection that lasts for hours, or this says it stimulates an erection, uh, which lasts for hours. God, I just saw a picture of this spider. Jeez. Oh, I'm um, sure. It's intense looking. People bitten by the spider can suffer high blood pressure and, uh, and, and, it's, and pain throughout their bodies. The erection is a side effect that everybody who gets stung by it will experience along with pain and discomfort. Everyone will experience. Everyone. Every man you ever get yes. you have this giant. Old ladies, everybody. <laughs> everybody gets an erection, um, whether it be your nips or wherever else. And uh, this is according to Dr. Romolio Liet of the Medical College of Georgia, who has studied the spider. This okay. Is, and, and what I think is interesting um, is there was an article from 2012 saying 
researchers are studying this spider yes. as a possible uh, erectile dysfunction medicine. Correct. Yeah. Is no. It? <laughs> don't we have those? Don't we have Nugenics? Yes, right, exactly. We don't need more of that. Um, this would She'll put like Nugenics out of business. It would. Hundreds of the spiders in 2017 infiltrated someone's bananas that they had purchased from a supermarket. Uh, in, in, uh, according to the BBC, the spiders spurred the family to evacuate their home. Run, Run before now! you get a boner! By, by the way, I want to remind you another sponsor, Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. Yes. <laughs> and spider boner pills. Let me ask you this. Okay. If you were giving... If someone... If someone were to tell you, hey, if you're having a little bit of trouble, right... Instead of taking these pills, just put your hand out. Spider's going to bite you. Boom. Four hours. Do you say yes to that? No. No, you don't at all. Four hours? That's that's I mean, way that's too much. one of the warnings on all those commercials yeah, it, for Viagra and, yes, and all the it, other exactly. things is that you might have, if, if, if an erection lasts for four hours, it should never, never last for four hours. Can you imagine if it's four hours and the loud stuff's going on? <laughs> no one's sleeping in that household. Yeah, that is definitely an, an item. How long do you have to wait to go back in that supermarket? Like, they uh, have, do they have to yeah. bring? Do they have to bring out the actual dead carcass of the spider to, At this to show point, you? Or, what's, what's next to Austria, Poland, or something? Yeah, you just, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's where you go shopping from now yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. That would be that would be the way to go because God forbid you don't want that happening to you. Yeah. Also, what you don't want happening to you is this poor lady, Peggy Jones. Now, imagine, if you will, we're going to paint a picture for you because that's what we do here on the Too Good for Radio podcast. You're out mowing your lawn, okay? Just minding your own business, doing your landscaping and whatnot. When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a snake falls out of the sky and lands on you, right? So you're already thrown aback because you're not expecting a snake to fall from the sky while you're just mowing your lawn. Right. Now the boner spider doesn't sound so bad, does <laughs> no, it? No, it doesn't. That's, that's why we did it in this order. Right, exactly. The boner spider <laughs> up your leg, that's fine. You're like, oh, I'm a snake, snake from the sky, yeah. boner spider? I'll yeah. go with the boner spider. So a thank snake you. came from the sky yeah. where snakes don't come from. Yeah, she was on her tractor mowing her lawn when a snake fell on her wrapping around her arm so it comes from the sky immediately she's it wraps around her arm the snake was squeezing so hard and i was mo i was waving my arms in the air and then this hawk was swooping down clawing at my arm because this hawk was what dropped the snake because that was going to be the hawk's dinner. Right. It latches onto this woman like, "Sweet Lord mm. Jesus, save me, woman." Screw you, lady. That's my that's my dinner. And the hawk comes down and starts clawing at her arm that is wrapped that the snake has wrapped yeah. around. So it, actually, the snake is more scared than the woman at this point. Correct. And she goes, "I just kept saying, help me, Jesus, help me, Jesus." <laughs> and Jesus saying, "I want no part of this." The hawk eventually ripped the snake off her arm. And flew away with it. Uh, she thinks the hawk came down on her at least four times trying to get the snake. She said blood was everywhere. Her husband heard the commotion and came running. Her husband took her to the emergency room where she was treated for cuts from the hawk and bruising from the snake squeezing on her arm. God. There was no snake bite, but she was monitored for a bite just in case. That so, would traumatize me from the outside forever. Yeah, I would, I would, I would never mow my lawn again. Ever, ever. There was a time driving up I-54 here 
next to the Too Good for Radio Network studios. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> next, to our, next to our home studios. We have satellite studios across America, but our home base is here where we are too good for the radio. And, I'm dry, and, and some bird of prey grabbed a snake and was carrying it, you know, and flying. And I, mean, I think about it. Every single time I drive on this little patch of road over here, I don't blame you because that was because of I, I thought this. I thought this thing. What if that thing slips out of its talons and falls into your car? Right. Yeah. You don't imagine. I don't, I don't got that kind of windshield wipers. I to me this this woman handled it as gracefully as she probably could have, yelling, "Help me, Jesus!" And the fact, first of all, I think she should have gone and bought a lottery ticket mm-hmm. after all of this because one, what are the odds that a snake would fall from the sky? And two, that not be the worst thing that happened to you? Yeah, I mean, where's the chainsaw? Just take the arm. Just go. <laughs> Just cut take, it all. Take everything. Just go in there and be like, you know what? Every time I look at this arm, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have a bad flashback to snakes and hawks. Just let it go. I'm over it. Congra- give me a give me a nice prosthetic arm instead. Congratulations, Hawk. You just got a buffet. <laughs> Exactly. Eat the arm, too. Speaking of cutting things, uh, one thing we talk about quite a bit here on this show, we've had a a story similar to this way back in the day, the monkey with a knife, but we Mm. now have another monkey, this time already in captivity. Monkeys are learning how to use knives. We take you to the Chester Zoo in the U.K., um, where this is, it, it's interesting the way this article is written. I just noticed this. This is from the Sun, one of the one of the British tabloids. Yes. Um, and so it's it begins like this: a macaque picked up a giant blade before brandishing it toward other primates as shocked tourists looked on. Who? Okay. Now that's a pretty alarming. That uh, is first alarming headline, okay. exactly. Because in my mind, right? It's a large blade. Is that what yes. it says? In my mind, this monkey just drew a machete on people. And and not only yeah brandished they use the word brandished so so, the, so <laughs> it, it's it's in attack position it did, it didn't happen upon it yeah the to me now this is what I have in my mind this baboon or macaque yeah. whatever you want to call it <laughs> had it on its back like you know strapped on its back and it just it, it wields it's, it wields this <laughs> like machete out or whatever thing exactly means. and holds it yeah and it is ready to just annihilate anyone that comes its way absolutely. Absolutely. That that's exactly that's exactly what that sentence. Yes, depicts. to me. Yeah. Um, Is it just going to be a plastic knife that fell into the multifunction knife? Was believed to have been accidentally left by a contractor cutting trees inside. So it was one of those little Leatherman, you know, oh, those God. things you carry on your hip. So it could have pulled out the tweezers. It could part. have been a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Swiss Army knife. Come on. <laughs> Brandishes it. The monkey managed to pick up the foldable pocket carver. See, this is now, now it's completely different, exactly. right? It's not. It's not. No. A, it's not brandishing a knife. It picked up the folding pocket carver before smashing it into uh, the thick glass walls in an attempt to break out. The footage. <laughs> Do we know that it was attempting to break out? Of course, bang, it, it was bang, brandishing bang. it, yes. Mike. <laughs> it was coming after you. How dare you pound in the glass? I'll show you. Uh, footage later saw the animal ambling across its enclosure with the giant cutter in its clasp. These are not giant cutters. No, they, they make up the your mind, hand. Yeah. son. Uh, the incident grabbed the attention of dozens of shocked families who flocked to sneak a look. Leanne Jones, thirty-two, watched on with her daughters. And said, It was the highlight of my day. The kids loved it. They ended up running around and telling everyone what's going on. The highlight of my day was seeing a macaque almost stab another one. It was hilarious. So then the monkey drops the knife, and other monkeys now want it. Oh, of course and they so do. So now there's a monkey fight. Monkey fight for the knife. Monkey knife fight! <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, she said, I was concerned about the kids seeing it because they'll go back to school in September and get asked, what did you do on your summer holiday? They'll say, I went to the Chester Zoo and saw a monkey with a knife. <laughs> What's is, wrong with that? That's the greatest story ever told. Isn't that, I mean, that's, I, uh, I want to go to the Chester Zoo now, don't you? Yes, I do too. What did you do? I went camping. Anything cool happened? No. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go? Went to the zoo? My dad got bit by a boner spider. <laughs> <laughs> Pales in comparison to monkey knife fight. <laughs> Um, a hawk fell on my mom's arm. <laughs> uh, or a snake did. This woman's partner, Mark, said uh, the scene was like a real-life incarnation of Planet of the Apes. Oh, come it's on. Not- <laughs> he kept hitting the knife on the wall, trying to get it open, so he knew exactly what it was and what it wanted to do with it. No, he didn't. Uh, more jewelry of the staff then came up and started taking their own video of what was going on. So they weren't like trying, trying to, to take it away from it. Uh, the family left after 25 minutes, and the staff said they would recover the knife uh, once the monkeys had returned it to another part of the pen, once they get bored with it. By the way, that story, while exhilarating, yes. also a bit of a letdown after your initial headline there, yeah. the sun. So yeah, these, these because, multi-purpose knives because, fit in your pocket. Yes. In my mind, I wanted it to be... What I said it was, yeah. but then I wanted the tr- the keeper to come out and be like Chris Pratt in the new <laughs> Jurassic World films, like, oh, hey, Blue, yeah. settle down, Blue, settle down, Mr. McCack, give, give me the knife, come on, right. so give me the knife, it's okay, banana, banana. And it's doing like these ninja spins with it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, no, it's one of those things that you unfold it and it's a Phillips screwdriver and a nail clipper and, right. and a wire stripper. I mean, it's not it's not a knife that it was brandishing. Yeah, there's a knife there, but it's not. And banging it against a wall because they knew what was in there? Yeah. Come on. What they knew what was in there may have been a spoon and they're like, I'm tired of using my hands to eat all this grub. Yeah. Or it was just mad and said, get your garbage <laughs> out of our pen. How dare you? First <laughs> I of- told you yesterday to clean this plays up and here it is again you kept us inside for the last four days dave doing your construction and then you leave your shit lying around get you know out of here you know what it's mine now exactly. it's mine now. i keep this i keep this well thankfully it was only a knife and not poo being thrown yeah although we do now move we've, we've hit the sex we yeah. got the monkeys part of the greatest hits podcast the too good for radio and now we get to some poop talk charlotte north carolina uh, where a woman has been relieving herself outside homeowners' front doors. Can you imagine? No. Just coming up and squat. squat okay. Loud sex or someone <laughs> crapping on your front porch. Or we, spider boner. Boner or, spider. Or, or boner spider. Spider or a snake boner. <laughs> spider boner. Spider boner. <laughs> Why is that spider walking so weird? It's got a spider boner. <laughs> it's trying to hide it. <laughs> um and, and so, you know, and, and the, so th- this article politely says the woman has been relieving herself. The woman's been crapping right outside the door. Can you crap anywhere but a toilet? I would find it hard pressed. <sighs> yeah. I'm not a camper. I'm not an outdoorsman. I would find it hard to just to let that out anywhere but on a toilet. But this per- person has been doing it not once, but enough to where it's become a, a regular nuisance. Thing, a regular thing. Uh, she's been using our complex as her personal bathroom. They're using our stairwell and the nook under our stairwell and our neighbor's stairwell as a restroom, said homeowner Lydia Butts. Butts is complaining about poop? What an unfortunate name for this particular story. What an unfortunate name, anyway. It's been a huge problem, said Butts. <laughs> Can you imagine being Miss Butts? Yeah. 
your whole life. And, and really, I have the awareness in this particular news story. It's like, why don't you talk to my neighbor? <laughs> yeah, don't. She knows, <laughs> no comment. She knows the story better than I do. No comment, please. Don't. Well, you know, there probably was other people they talked to, but they had to use the Lydia Butts for the poop story. By the way, according to a quick Google search, Lydia Butts is also the assistant district attorney in uh, Mecklenburg County, where Charlotte, North Carolina is. Oh, okay. So she is a uh, assistant district attorney Butts. Uh, attorney Butts. <laughs> Defending me, Butts. Yes. Uh, Got a good Butts defense. It's gotten to the point where every day it's happened. <laughs> Sorry. Butts defense from Boner Spider. Sorry. I had to, had to, make, had to make that it's joke. It's My right. apologies. It's okay. Uh, it's gotten to the point where every day it's happening, and it would smell. There would be flies, uh, and uh, and we know, we don't open our doors anymore. Because uh, who who gets the short straw to have to clean up someone else's human fecal matter? Those who live around here aren't sure if the person's actions are vindictive or out of necessity. Okay, yeah. Why why are they doing that? Do they have a beef with someone? Or yeah, I mean, it is interesting. I guess I mean, if this is just some sort of street person finding a of, nice place. It must be but, nice, but, but 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 there has to. It's always this place. Well, they must must feel nice and relaxed. You go there once, and it flows yeah. nice, right? You find a you get, find a good home bowl. Yeah, it you, knows you, just what you need. You could you could. Uh, the police said they can only actually do something if you put up a no trespassing sign. So I evidently, didn't, I didn't realize you could just dump on people's. If front you porch. are walking down the block and your neighbor doesn't have a no trespassing sign, you can just dump. Just, and you see like a bird bath or anything, any place you want to go. Evidently, you can do that because there's no sign. At least a bird bath has a bowl. <laughs> um, and there, and there, there's some there's some uh, stills here from from video footage and everything. So they they you can see the person. Uh, so they've got a, a an identification on it, but uh, no one's actually ever caught the person in activity. It's just you wake up in the morning to a pile of crap <laughs> outside of your door. What do you do though in the middle of seeing someone dumping? Aren't you just so dumbfounded? It's like the loud sex. I mean, I, yeah, you I, have to wait till it's over, right? Right. You can't in the middle of be like, "Hey," because then they're running off. Once again, turn the hose. Yeah, exactly. Spray. That's the one thing too about children that are that do that and then run. Like, <laughs> and you're like, how? How? Yeah, yeah. That is a skill that I don't want. But at one point in my life, I did have. Uh, staying on the topic of uh, the old number two. Okay. This poor woman, I feel terrible about. She had like hip surgery going on, so she she also has some health issues. So she's kind of homebound, and she was texting back and forth. Her stomach wasn't feeling great, and she had just had the, the hip replacement, so she couldn't move around her house. So she texts her friend. What she thought she sent her friend was, "I think I just shit myself," but it auto corrected to, "I think I just shot myself." <laughs> You're not helping autocorrect. So the friend... You didn't make it better. No, the friend then, and it's a lawsuit. Uh, I think this is up in Pennsylvania or up in the Northeast somewhere. The friend then immediately calls 911 because, oh my God. Not, but wouldn't you text the friend back first going, did you just say you shot right. yourself? Instead of immediately going, oh my God, 911. That this This... It stops being a text conversation. I mean, you actually make the phone call at this point, right? Yes. You actually call and say, what the hell happened? Because apparently the person is is aware enough and conscious that can say, I just shot shot myself. So you you do make a phone call at that point. But not straight to 911, I don't think. I don't think I don't get get a phone call. So moving on. Um, So she calls, the friend calls 911, police respond to the woman's home. She's not ambulatory, which is why she just shat herself, mm-hmm. right? She's like, I think I just, you know, bet on a fart and lost. Uh, 
And so she tells police through the speaker on her ring doorbell, hey, sorry, misunderstanding. Uh, I don't know where you got your information. I didn't shoot myself. I just pooped myself. So sorry, you can, yeah. you can go ahead and I go. I was on my way to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, exactly. I didn't find my normal nook and just had to go in my pants. Uh, so police uh, insisted on seeing her because it's a shot fired thing, right, possibly, sure, yeah. so they have to see her. She said it was difficult to make it to the door and asked police to leave. Plus, you're embarrassed if you did do that. Now sure. you got So police then put a sticker over her ring doorbell camera. A couple hours later, she crack, cracks open the door to see if police are still there. They then drag her outside the home, and it goes even more awry oh from my there. Gosh. Uh, apparently, they then put her in restraints, and according to the lawsuit, smashed her face in the front door, <laughs> and it all because she meant to send a text that I shit myself that turned into I shot myself. Well, she didn't say I, I shot someone else. No. Like, Why would they have to drag have her to- outside? <laughs> It's like you could tell if there's no blood, be like, okay, you didn't do it, or maybe do a wellness check later on. Something. Yeah. That's a, that's a very strange of, response to that. Yeah, so. Uh, but, uh, yeah. This I mean, poor lady. Yeah, exactly. having to deal Having to deal with all of that. And finally, in the Too Good for Radio podcast, speaking of texts that go mm-hmm. awry, let me introduce you, just goes by Casey in this story, bride-to-be Casey, who was excited to marry her fiancé, Alex. That was until she received an anonymous text the day before their wedding. So Casey's celebrating in a hotel room with her friends and saw her phone light up. There were a series of screenshots of texts between her fiancé and another woman. Her heart sunk as she flicked through their conversations and saw selfies of the two of them together for months, even just days before. One text read, quote, your body is effing incredible, and do you? And boy, do you know how to use it. <laughs> While another read, I wish my girlfriend had half the skills you do. Yeah. And these, I've never... these are loud sex people, I bet. <laughs> they are. These are the people that would just go up to your house and be like, not even a second into it, just right. run to the bedroom and just be boinking away. Sound like Tarzan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then, quote, this weekend, you and I, it's on, hot stuff. Bring your A game. This guy seems like a new Gen X wow. guy, though. Yeah, totally. Some of the message were also arranging weekend getaways and trips together. At first, Casey felt completely broken. Her world was slipping away in front of her eyes, but her wedding was mere hours away. So she had to make a decision. This sucks. So she decided to sleep on it and decide a course of action in the morning, the day of the wedding. Okay. Casey says, in the morning, I woke up the girls and told them my decision. I was going to go ahead with the wedding as expected and out him in front of all our friends and family. That's the way you do it. There'd be no wedding today because it seems Alex is not who I thought he is. Yeah, you pull out the PowerPoint projector. Yep. Her fiancé, her family, her friends were all speechless. She then wanted to read the text. She recalled, (laughs) with each word, more color left Alex's face because she gets walked down the aisle, everything. They get to where they're going to do the vows, and she's like, oh, I have mine. Let me pull out my phone. Does anyone object? In fact, I do. Yes. Uh, I let my weeping eyes rise and meet his, and he had not one thing to say. He stalked out of the church with his best man trailing behind him. His family looked on horrified. She continued. She turns everyone else, goes, hey, you know what? 
I love all of you, and as horrible as this is, I'm glad you're all here. There will not be a wedding reception today, but instead, there'll be a celebration of honesty, finding true love, and following your heart, even when it hurts. God love her. According to a friend's Facebook post about the day, everyone except two of Alex's friends and brothers join Casey for the reception. <laughs> even her, even the fiance's oh. parents and the people who have been Son invited all come in and celebrate with Casey. How was this going to work for this guy? What was he? What? How was that? I just want to know where, what, how this story was going to end, for, how he thought this was going to play out. Oh, he thought he could get away with it. I guess. So kudos go to not only Casey in this mm-hmm. instance, of having the ball. Because that that's a pretty ballsy thing to do, right? Your world is wrecked. You have said yes to marriage to this person, right? And you go, oh, there's still going to be a wedding ceremony. Mm-hmm. We're still going to go through with it. But I am going to oh, I'm gonna slam on his banana spider boner yeah. right in front of everybody. So kudos to her. But also kudos to whatever girl or whoever this was that sent the anonymous screenshots. Yeah, invite her to the party. Yes, she needs to come in as well. That that is women empowering women there. Yeah, well done all around. Yeah, that's boy because 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 yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was giving her, the other woman a line. That, oh yeah, hey, don't worry, this will be over with this man. And he goes in with the wedding, and so yeah, and so she oh, just I'm goes. Sure she scort- doesn't even. Pr- she probably didn't even know about he yeah. was going to get married. I'm sure the other woman didn't even know that there was another woman. You involved. You think so? Yeah, I don't even think. Well, then why would she send the texts? Well, I think she once she found out that there was oh. another woman, that's right, why she right, sent the right, text. Right, right, right. But I don't think this guy, this Alex Jamoke, yeah. was go, was feeding the other woman a line like, hey, it's just a facade wedding and we'll be together for... I don't even think he mentioned that he had a fiancé to this other woman who was effing incredible and had skills that she knew how to use. Mm-hmm. And where is the town square, you know, where you can post these things? Correct. Because this guy's a player. He's yes. going to rebound, right? I mean, it, well, but, not now. This story's going all around the internet. I guess it's a, I guess it's a fake name probably being used. Maybe. But you're I'm right. I'm just saying, yeah, not everyone's going to see it. True. And there's got to be some way. To red that, flag it. Yeah. yeah. You, you got to be able to just, uh, you know, uh, dye his, his head yellow or something and just know that, okay, oh, it's that guy. It's the yellow-headed guy. And I... <laughs> <laughs> something. Yeah, something along those lines. And and I, I I also applaud all those friends that were invited to the wedding of Alex's, oh, of yeah. the A-holes, oh, yeah. who were still like, you know what? F it. Yeah. We're still going to this reception, and we're going to celebrate with Casey because she done the right thing in front of everybody. Proud of you, Casey. Yeah, way to be, Casey. You win a lifetime supply of Uncle Wiggly Wieners and Balls ginger ale. Yeah, and send me an email, Casey, if you know that you're <laughs> single. Uh, obviously... <laughs> and just and just for your hardship, we'll give you a free just text three six nine three six nine. Text Spider Boner, <laughs> and you'll get some new genics because she'll like it too. Apparently, it's the perfect gift for everyone involved. Thank you for tuning into this greatest hits edition of the Mike and Molson Two Good Radio podcasts, and we'll be back next week.